You're listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. Join us for 365 consecutive days as we read God's Word together. This podcast uses the World English Bible, American Edition, a translation that is open source and in the public domain. To learn more about our ministry, please visit faithcommunityma.com. November 7th, John chapters 19 to 21. So Pilate then took Jesus and flogged him. The soldiers twisted thorns into a crown and put it on his head and dressed him in a purple garment. They kept saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and they kept slapping him. Then Pilate went out again and said to them, Behold, I bring him out to you that you may know I find no basis for a charge against him. Jesus therefore came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple garment. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When? Therefore, the chief priests and the officers saw him. They shouted, saying, Crucify! Crucify! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and by our law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When therefore Pilate heard this, saying he was more afraid, he entered into the praetorium again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. Pilate therefore said to him, Aren't you speaking to me? Don't you know that I have the power to release you and have the power to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power at all against me unless it were given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me to you is greater sin. At this, Pilate was seeking to release him, but the Jews cried out, saying, If you release this man, you aren't Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now, it was preparation day of the Passover at about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So then he delivered him to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. He went out bearing his cross to the place called the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha, where they crucified him and with him two others on either side, one and Jesus in the middle. Pilate wrote a title also and put it on the cross. There was written, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Therefore, many of the Jews read this title for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And it was written in Hebrew and Latin and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews therefore said to Pilate, don't write, the king of the Jews, but he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top throughout. Then they said to one another, let's not tear it, but cast lots for us to decide whose it will be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which says, they parted my garments among them, they cast lots for my clothing. Therefore, the soldiers did these things. But standing by Jesus' cross were his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Therefore, when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing there, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. From that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. After this, Jesus, seeing that all things were now finished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I am thirsty. Now, a a vessel full of vinegar was set there. So they put a sponge full of vinegar on hyssop and held it at his mouth. 
When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. He bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Therefore the Jews, because it was preparation day, so that the bodies wouldn't remain on the cross for the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a special one, asked of Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they may be taken away. Therefore the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. However, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. He was seen as testified, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth that you may believe. For these things happened that the scripture might be fulfilled. A bone of him will not be broken. Again, another scripture says they will look on him whom they pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked of Pilate that he might take away Jesus' body. Pilate gave him permission. He came, therefore, and took away his body. Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and alloy, about a hundred Roman pounds. So they took Jesus' body and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden. In the garden was a new tomb in which no man had ever been laid. Then, because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was near at hand, they laid Jesus there. John chapter 20. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went early, while it was still dark, to the tomb, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Therefore she ran and came to Simon Peter, to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have laid him. Therefore Peter and the other disciple went out, and they went toward the tomb. They both ran together. The other disciple outran Peter, came to the tomb first. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he didn't enter. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and entered into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying and the cloth that had been on his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. So then... The other disciple, who came first to the tomb, also entered in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they didn't know the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. So the disciples went away again in their own homes. But Mary was standing outside of the tomb, weeping. So as she wept, she stooped and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head, one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. They asked her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they've taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they've laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing and didn't know it was him. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him, Rabboni, which is to say, Teacher. Jesus said to her, Don't hold me, for I haven't yet ascended to my father. But go to my brothers and tell them, I am descending, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. When therefore it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and when the doors were locked, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the middle and said to them, Peace be to you. When he had said this, He showed them his hands and his side. The disciples therefore were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be to you, as the Father has sent me, even so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, they have been forgiven. If you retain anyone's sins, they have been retained. 
But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, wasn't with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord! But he said to them, Unless I see his hands, in his hands, the print of the nails, put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. After eight days, again his disciples were inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, and the doors being locked, and stood in the middle, and said, Peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach here your finger, and see my hands. Reach here your hand, and put it into my side. Don't be unbelieving, but believing. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me and have believed. Therefore, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. John chapter 21. After these things, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. He revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathanael of Cana in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They told him, we are also coming with you. They immediately went out and entered into the boat. That night they caught nothing, but when day had already come, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples didn't know it was Jesus. Jesus therefore said to them, Children, have you anything to eat? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. They cast it, therefore, and now they weren't able to draw it in for the multitude of fish. The disciple that therefore whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It's the Lord! So when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he wrapped his coat around himself, for he was naked, and threw himself into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from land, but about 200 cubits away, dragging the net full of fish. So when they got out on the land, they saw a fire of coals there, with fish and bread laid on it. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land, full of 153 great fish. Even though there were so many, the net wasn't torn. Jesus said to them, Come and eat breakfast. None of the disciples dared inquire of him, Who are you, knowing that it was the Lord? Then Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus was revealed to his disciples after he had risen from the dead. So when he had eaten their breakfast, when they had eaten their breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I have affection for you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I have great affection for you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you have affection for me? Peter was grieved because he was asked for the third time, Do you have affection for me? He said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I have affection for you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most certainly, I tell you, when you were young, you dressed yourself and walked where you wanted to. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you don't want to go. Now he said this, signifying by what kind of death he would glorify God. When he had said this, he said to him, Follow me. Then Peter, turning around, saw a disciple following. This was the disciple whom Jesus loved, the one who also leaned on Jesus' breast at the supper and asked, Lord, who is going to betray you? Peter, seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, If I desire... 
that he stay until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. This saying, therefore, went out among the brothers, that this disciple wouldn't die. Yet Jesus didn't say to him that he wouldn't die, but if I desire that he stay until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies about these things and wrote these things. We know that his witness is true. There are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they would all be written, I suppose that even the world itself wouldn't have room for the books that would be written. Thank you for listening to Through the Bible by Faith Community Church. To learn more about our ministry, please visit our website, faithcommunityma.com.